0: Elbow pops up, a call for a ring of steel in Sydney, and gold for Arnie.
1: Yes, hello, those are the top stories coming out of the Batuta Advocate Newsroom this morning. It is the 27th of July, and this is your Daily Batuta.
0: I'm Wendell Hussey. And my name is Errol Parker, and for once in my life, I'm happy to be in Queensland.
1: Yeah, me too. I can second that, Errol. Now we're going to start off today with some big political news from the federal leader of the opposition, whose name is Anthony Albanese. The headline reads as a direct quote, only pay with cash when supporting local restaurants because Scotty's already taken enough from them.
0: Yeah, starting off with Albo today because he obviously doesn't seem to say very much. So when he does, it's worth giving it some airtime. Returning from visiting regional coal mines in Queensland, the leader of the Federal Labor Party has called on people to only pay cash when buying from local cafes and restaurants. He said to us, and I quote, put on your mask, wash your hands, do all that other stuff, but cut out Scotty and pay these local venues with cash.
1: Yeah, an interesting call there from Albo. Staying in Sydney for our next story and Gladys has told the nation that Sydney doesn't need a ring of steel because Sydney siders can be trusted to do the right thing.
0: That's right, Gladys has come out and assured the people of Australia that her city does not need to be told what to do. Despite protests and people coming from Sydney and spreading the virus to Victoria, South Australia and Queensland, the Premier has said that her city should not be cut off from the rest of the nation like the rest of the nation is calling for.
1: Yeah, and understandably, the rest of the nation has not been too impressed with those calls. Moving on to sports news, and the entire nation has channeled the same energy as Ariana Titmuss' coach on that final 50 metres yesterday.
0: If somehow you haven't seen the footage of Ariane's coach going ballistic, then we strongly recommend you look it up. Like most of the nation's living rooms and workplaces today, Dean Boxall, the coach of the 4x100 gold medalist, went berserk at the end of the event as the Tassie swimmer came home right over the top of US superstar Katie Ledecky. It was a historic swim, and as we reported, something that had the country up and about.
1: And we'll stay with the Olympics for our quote of the day. It's from the commentary team covering the triathlon yesterday when a boat was left in the way, blocking half of the athletes from jumping in the water at the start. Here it is. The Canadian who won this event, this test event here in Tokyo. Goodness me, the rib is reversing out of the way just as the athletes dive in. Uh, And that, I don't think, was uh, on the schedule. Annie Emerson is alongside...
0: Absolutely speechless. No, no, there's a full start. Half of them got left behind. Yeah. It is indeed this is, a, this is a full start. This is a shambles. Yeah, what a debacle. They had to race out in the uh, canoes and tell all those who jumped off that uh, it was a bit of a mistake and they had to go back and start again. Imagine waiting four years for your moment and then that happens. Yeah, uh, quite bizarre, quite bizarre.
1: Congratulations to Kristen Blumenfelt of Norway who eventually got the job done after they reeled him back in and made him jump in for a second time. Anyway, that's the end of your news wrap from here in the Channel Country. We hope you've enjoyed it and we hope you have a good day and we hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Until then, bye-bye.
0: Ciao.